Um, all right. So for a, a brief update um, around the uh, VBB white paper. Um, so I'm currently working with our designer Pandora um, to have a, a polished version of the white paper with all the info in there. Um, but as I touched on in my story time a little bit earlier, we're going to have the Mint um, commencing in different phases and we very likely also are not going to have a Mint per se, but everything is going to be handled through airdrops. Um, I, I was discussing this already with a, with a smart contract developer, but the the way I want to, the way I would have to arrange the minting and the minting contract would be so complex that, in my opinion, it opens up Pandora's box to potential vulnerabilities and to someone exploiting the contract and maybe minting more NFTs than they than they should be allowed to, and so on. So I'm probably going to alleviate that risk by just minting the entire collection into one wallet and then handing out the airdrops um, to the respective members um, who qualified for the whitelist and facilitate everything this way. To me, this um, seems to be the best solution now, especially because of the different phases which we're going to have. And to give you a little bit more context around this is um, we're going to have, have the first phase with you know, however many people we're going to have left on the whitelist and with the multi-mint and so on, I think we're probably going to have like uh, between 1,000 to maybe 1,500 people, you know, in quotes, mint max. And I think that's a very good starting point for everyone um, or for the community to establish a, a floor price um, with those NFTs in circulation. And there's also going to be a me mechanism which is going to greatly reduce the NFTs in circulation to begin with. So what I'm going to incorporate for everyone um, to qualify to participate in our investments is a staking mechanism. And there's going to be uh, a staking website, which you know ideally is going to be incorporated into our homepage, where you guys have two different options. One option is to stake the NFT for six months. And one option is to stake the NFT for 12 months. And during the period in which the NFT is staked, you're going to be um, able to participate in all those investments during that time. And the kicker is going to be that if you stake the NFT for 12 months, you're going to receive an auto whitelist spot for the crypto fund NFT. And if you only stake for six months, you only qualify for the upcoming investments. And the reason why I want to do it this way is not, not to artificially um, impact the floor price, but to make sure that people who are not willing to stake, i.e. people are not... So, okay, I have to take a step back. A step, a step back. There's, in my opinion, there's two reasons why someone would be willing to stake. Either they are willing to stake because they want to participate in the investments or they are willing to stake to qualify for the crypto fund whitelist spot and because they believe 
that the NFT will be worth more in six months or in 12 months than it is today. And now the, if you look at it from the other side, if someone is not willing to stake, if someone is not willing to stake uh, uh, approximately $300 NFT to participate in our investments, and if someone is not believing in us that much, that he is sure that the NFT is going to be worth more in six or 12 months than it is today, then the question becomes, why would we want to have that person in the community? Or why would we want to have that person hold on to the NFT? And that's pretty much the, the thought process behind this. I, I want people who can commit long-term and understand it in, in the crypto space, six and 12 months seems like an eternity. But to me, this is, this, I mean, this, not, this isn't really a, a long-term commitment. This is, for me, this is the compromise where I can see the community being comfortable with the, the time frame and with it being beneficial to the community and to everyone involved in it. And in order for us to then protect the floor price, once we have the next basis of the mint and when there uh, are more NFTs getting into circulation, is um, raising the mint price for those people who come in late, i.e. those in phase two or phase three, for example, they will have to pay a substantially higher mint price for them not being, to not being able to leverage coming in late and benefiting from a high floor price, for example. And I might even incorporate a mechanism where if you come in late and if you want to participate in our community, let's say the mint price starting out is 0.15 and then in phase two, the mint price would be 0.5 but the floor price is already at two for example then someone could mint and sell the nft right away and, and and make a big profit right so in order for me to avoid that value extraction from the community what i would do is make them deposit whatever the floor price is at the moment then allow them to mint and then have them stake the nft and then refund their dep uh, deposit. And what that means is if someone wants to get into our community and wants to participate in our investments and they qualify for getting in without having to buy a, an NFT from, from the floor, we want to be sure that they are not lying, right? So if they are truly there for the right reason, they should be okay with getting the NFT for a fraction of the floor price and then stake it for six months or for 12 months right and in order for me to assure that someone is going to follow through with that commitment is taking that uh, deposit to make sure that that they are not lying or that they're trying to um, maliciously exploit um, whatever floor price we have established at the time and uh, you know a disclaimer here uh, not just for for legal reasons but also for the, the general thought process in the crypto space do not mint the BBB NFT as a speculative asset. This is not something which, which you should buy with the hope of it increasing in value. It is something which you should buy for its utility, for it being the entrance ticket, uh, the, the entry ticket for 
in my opinion, the best investments which you can currently get access to in the VC and in the crypto space. So please be aware that if you buy this and speculate on the floor price increasing and then you know you want to cash out at a certain price point, there's a very good chance for you to be burned. And I'm not the one you can you can cry to if that happens. And, you know, no matter what we do, no matter how perfectly we execute everything, someone will always buy in at the top and is going to sell at the bottom. It's just impossible to alleviate that risk. Nothing on the planet goes up forever. So, you know, even with us incorporating all those different me mechanisms and trying to ensure that everyone is set up in the proper way, there's still a risk for someone buying in at the wrong price or standing at the wrong time. So please just be aware that I'm not recommending in any way, shape, manner, or form for you to buy the NFT on secondary or to, to mint and to expect the profit from the NFT. And yeah, uh, well said, yeah. sorry, I just want to quickly dive in. There was a question um, around the benefits of holding uh, multiple uh, NFTs, even if they are to just stake them for 12 months. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what I've um, set up currently is that, okay, I first have to um, explain the uh, um, different um, divisions of individual NFT trades. So we're going to have dolphins, sharks, and whales. And the dolphins will come with a, a multi multiplicator, which allows you to stay more than one to then increase your max allocation size. So, and obviously the, the allocation max is going to um, fluctuate a little bit depending on what, what kind of total allocation we have for the community. But just to give you an, a practical example, you hold one dolphin, you have, for example, a $1,000 max allocation size. You hold two dolphins, you have 1.1K max allocation size. You hold three dolphins, you have 1.2K max allocation size. And the maximum amount which you can stake, uh, which is yielding benefit to you, is going to be six dolphins, which is going to yield you uh, a total max allocation size of 1.5K. And that's where the dolphins are going to max out with the allocation sizes. And then we're going to have the shark NFTs. And those shark NFTs are going to always guarantee a spot in all of the investments and always at the max allocation size. Meaning for Snickerdoodle, if the max allocation is 1K, you're going to have 1K guaranteed allocation. All you need to do is be there on time and submit your, your allocation claim within four, uh, 24 or 48 hours, for example. The, the upside you have with the dolphins is that you have that uh, multiplicator, but it's going to be first come, first served. So if you want to get in with holding a dolphin, you're going to have to have enough commitment to be there and to be one of the first to get in. Then we have the whale NFT, uh, of which, you know, like two thirds have already been claimed and these are going to come with higher max allocation amount because these guys have already proven um, to have sufficient liquidity. So these guys usually seem to be able to 
invest anywhere between 2.5k and 5k and the whales are not going to have a multiplicator because i don't want you know a couple of whales to claim the entire allocation we have secured for the community and they will also be first come first served to ensure that the whales don't claim the entire thing and the community is not being able to participate and i think that's going to be um a good solution for fair distribution amongst the community where those paying attention in AMAs, for example, and they hold a dolphin, they will be able to earn guaranteed spots as well. Then the others will be able to participate on first-come, 1st serve basis. The sharks, who by definition have to have provided the server with a lot of value and the community with a lot of value, they don't have to go through the hassle of securing their guaranteed allocations. They will get them by default for being a big value add to the community. And the whale NFT was up for claiming or still is up for claim at 0.5 ETH. And the reason why the price is that low is because the whales have been incredibly supportive of what I have been doing. And they have been extremely helpful in securing some of the deals we have. They have also brought in a lot of good people. So me setting the price for the whale NFT for 0.5 ETH initially was meant for me to get all those people in at the lowest price possible. And I made this announcement in the Wales channel already. On Monday, I'm going to close the claiming for the whale NFT at the current price. So if there's still someone here in the community who has at least 250k liquid, please be sure to get in touch with Helena and apply for the whale status. And that's your last opportunity to get a hold of the uh, whale NFT at 0.5 ETH. On Monday, I'm going to close the claim. And whatever's left up for claiming of the whale NFTs, which at this point are 33, um, I haven't decided on the price um, uh, definitely yet, but it's probably going to be 10 ETH or something in that sphere where if you want to become a whale in the VVV uh, community, you're going to have to pay a lot of money and not just prove money. You don't, excuse me. You don't have to just prove that you have the funds, which I know people can trick me with false screenshots and with lying about some of the videos they have and so on. But if you want to become a, a whale in VVV, after we already have everyone in there who has supported us and who has provided the community with value, you're going to have to pay a respectively high price for it. And I think 10 ETH is, is still a joke, especially with the current ETH price. I, I think it's like 15k or so. And if you compare it to CDFI or other of the other launch pads where the deals are infinitely worse, don't in VVB, you have to stake like 30, 40k of their token to get in. So, you know. We're still by far the best deal on the market, and you know, I, and you never know. Maybe the the whales sell the NFT on the secondary market for less, right? So uh, I don't know uh, how the floor price is going to establish itself, but I'm going to put a, a limit on how many whale NFTs there are going to be, and I'm going to put a, a strict limit on who is even going to be able to buy that NFT.
Um, so Squabba is asking if, the, if you can get the multiplicator on the whale pass. The answer is no. Um, again, I don't want the whales. I want the whales to be able to benefit from having the whale status and the whale NFT. But on the other hand, I don't want that status to take away from the rest of the community. And I think by limiting it to one, um, that's a, a fair compromise for the entire community. And on a side note here, because I, I already uh, wrote this up for the FAQ section, uh, which isn't live yet, but if you hold a dolphin, and that's one of the questions which, which Squabba just asked, if you hold different NFTs, yeah, so Scott, uh, so the different NFTs, they will stack, meaning if you have a dolphin NFT and if you have a whale NFT, you can leverage dolphin and participate in first come first served and you can leverage the, the multiplicator of the dolphin and you can also participate in the whale round and the reason why they stack is because pre preventing the ability to stake those nfts is going to make the entire project so much more complex where managing it is going to be extremely painful and not really beneficial to anyone so you know, if you want to be fast uh, with the Dolphin NFT and you also want to be fast in first come first serve with Wales NFT, that's cool. And if you have a guaranteed allocation through the Shark NFT and you still want to leverage the Dolphin uh, multiplicator on first come first serve, that's also fine. I mean, if you guys have that much conviction into all those, thing, all those individual investments which you bring, then, you know, it, it's on you to be responsible with whatever liquidity you have on a monthly basis you're responsible with how many NFTs you buy and so on. I'm not here to um, be your parent and to prevent you from um, committing to VVV. Yeah, and, and thank you, Holt, um, for, your, for your kind words and for your comment here about um, the educational aspect of the academy and of the server. <clears throat> and, and just to comment here once again regarding the um, U.S. citizens who at this point cannot KYC and who cannot participate in our investments the crypto fund which we are building has at this point in time the and and it's it's not entirely true because there will be other benefits for for people from other countries but at this point in time our highest priority and only goal with the crypto fund is to be able to accommodate all the non-accredited u.s investors this is the only thing which we are focusing on at this point in time there's nothing else which we want to resolve more than getting in the non-accredited investors into the crypto fund. And it is possible. It's slightly complex and difficult to arrange, but it's possible. And if it's possible, it means that we are going to do it. And it might take a couple of months to pull it off. But as I said before, up until this point, everything which we said we also did, and if we are telling you the guy, if you're telling you guys that we are setting up the crypto fund to accommodate U.S. citizens, that's what's going to happen in the next couple of months. So, um, you know, you guys can stay tuned, and I understand that the <clears throat> the incentive to stay active in the Discord might be less if you are from the U.S. and if you have to watch everyone participating in the. Uh, we see investments and, and, and you're locked out. I understand that it might not be the most enjoyable scenario, 
But believe me, you participating in the academy is already going to set you up for making the right decisions once we are there and once we are setting up the crypto fund. And you will be able to actively participate in what kind of deals we close, even when once we have set up the fund. The VC side of BBB is always going to be run by the entire community, but the crypto fund indirectly will also also excuse me will also only close deals which are in which are aligned with the community's long term vision and the goal of BBB to be the preeminent investor in Web three infrastructure where we don't have to rely on a narrative, we don't have to rely on influencers pumping our bags. We solely have to rely on making the right decision about investing into the right pieces of infrastructure, into the right Web3 businesses, which eventually have to be used by the end user because the services or the tech they provide is going to be the backbone of the entire Web3 space. So someone is asking how many Dolphin NFTs you would be able to mint per wallet. Um, I will soon publish the one and only complete whitelist sheet where all the whitelisted wallets are noted. And next to the wallets, you will also see um, the data from the multi-mint where you can see for how many NFTs you qualify. And again, please be aware that at this point in time, no one who has a whitelist spot and no one of the way, excuse me, no one who holds a whitelist spot and no one of the sharks is guaranteed to be able to mint and is not guaranteed to end up qualifying for the first phase of the mint. There will be, at this point in time, there's going to be, well, let me start differently. On Monday, we're going to have the first whitelist, like, the first whitelist purge. And as far as it looks right now, we're going to have 300 people who are going to lose their whitelist spot. And these 300 people are only those who didn't complete the main mandatory pre-mint link. So the, the, the hurdles of remaining a, a community member at this point in time are super, super low. All you had to do is complete like one thing and that's how you survive the first purge. And we will have another uh, widest purge probably in a week's time. And at that time, it's going to be um, higher hurdles, but also lower numbers of people who are going to lose their widest spot. Because I think at this point in time, everyone who has completed the premium is also fairly active in one way or another. They are either participating in the server, they are participating in the investments or they are contributing to the academy. So I don't expect us to lose another 300 members. I think in a week's time, we're probably only going to lose maybe 10%, like between 20 and 70 maybe. So I don't think that's, it's going to be a, a huge amount. And on the flip side, I, I'm not afraid at all uh, to, to lose a couple of people. I know that in order for us to be the best server and the best community we, we can be, we have to get rid of those low value add people and those people are not aligned with our overall vision. So 
you know, if we have, you know, if we had, if we had to have the mint with 20 people, I mean, I, I'm cool with that. I, I don't care about cashing out on mint date. Uh, I'm here to build the community and to build it in a way where it's the most enjoyable and the most valuable to everyone around it. So, you know, if we launch with a hundred people, if we launch with a thousand people, it makes no difference to me. I just want to be sure that however we launch is the best way for the community. And if I may quickly chime in, uh, for those who may not have noticed yet, um, we now have a rejections channel within the deals section of the Discord. Uh, this is run, of course, by the analyst team, and that is especially the uh, rejection reasons are mainly down to uh, Jess, Jesse, and James. Um, you know, these guys are grinding day in, day out, going through all the proposals that I send through or that the rest of the community sends through. And I can tell you that it's it's quite a few. So I'm sure there's still some on the, the on our system that have yet to be posted on the Rejections channel. Uh, but I can tell you that they put a lot of time in to make sure that the content is, and every, sorry, every project that is proposed is actually looked at and taken care of. Um, in saying that, uh, we're currently trying to figure out a way to make it seamless, uh, to make sure that when your specific uh, proposal has been rejected that you get pinged. Uh, but for now, uh, just keep an eye on the rejections channel just to kind of see uh, not only what projects we feel that you know aren't up to scratch for us, but the projects, um, and the, sorry, but but also on how we actually take a look at the projects themselves. Um, again, uh, there have been some instances where uh, we feel uh, within the analyst team that time has been wasted because either the project already has been uh, launched or there wasn't, there isn't, you know, sufficient info for us to actually take a look at. Uh, so please bear in mind that, you know, we we are human beings. You know, we do spend time on making sure that we bring the best for you guys. So every time you submit a proposal, try and put as much information as you can in there. And, you know, if not, if we feel that there's uh, specific individuals continuously putting in projects that we feel is a, is a waste of time for us, uh, there will be warnings. And, you know, and, and, and at this uh, stage, there could be risk uh, to your whitelist spot just because, uh, you know, the amount of hours that we're, we're spending on making sure we bring the right things in, you know, we, 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 don't, we just don't have the, the time or the bandwidth to, to waste our times. Thank you, Scott. And I have to say once again, I'm so insanely thankful for having Scott on our team. I mean, I don't know how I could run VVV without him. He has been such an immense value add to the community and to everything which we do on the back end. <clears throat> I, I'm I'm really really grateful uh, to have you, Scott. No, I appreciate it, man. Really do. And also maybe to give you guys, uh, you know, maybe let's go some <clears throat> over some of the housekeeping here because, you know, I, I understand that some of the things which we have established and which we're working on and which are really made for your benefit, they they might go unnoticed um, in the in the noise of, you know, some of the other servers you might be involved in and some of the announcements which we make in our own server. So what I'm going to post right now in the general chat is a link to our referral program where you guys can invite, depending on your role, between one and three people 
and you can give all those people a whitelist role and you will qualify them just by you referring them for being a whitelisted member in VBB. And we will also give away 5K in total to those guys bringing in the best people. And I think this really is one of the best mechanisms to be sure that the community is full of people which you guys actually enjoy being surrounded by. So please, if you guys haven't participated yet in the referral program, please make sure to to take a look and to be sure to invite the people you think might be the best value adds for your building. And yes, there's a, a caveat where I don't want to turn this into an inviting contest. I think that's one of the worst things you, you can potentially do, just bringing in quantity into the server and diluting the, the quality you have. So if you bring in someone who is not a good fit, you are potentially risking uh, your own whitelist spot. But I, you know, honestly, I trust you guys enough to bring in the right people. I think with everyone we have here, there's really no risk of that happening. So, you know, I, I'm not that, I'm not a brutal dictator, right? I, I'm very reasonable. So, you know, if you bring in someone who then turn out to be the wrong guy, you know, I'm not going to, to kick you right away. It's like, you know, uh, a misjudgment and you didn't have any reason to believe otherwise, you know, I don't see any reason why someone would lose their role, but I just want to avoid that people bring in just random guys or gals uh, who don't add value. So please be thoughtful uh, with who you bring in. And now coming back to um, the deal flow and to the project proposals and to the rejection channel, we also have rewards set up for those guys bringing in the bringing in deals which we then end up actually closing and bringing to the community so please feel free to go to the proposals channel and i will drop this link in the general chat as well have a look at what types of projects we are looking for and how we qualify them and also take a look at the amounts which we have paid out to people who had brought in deals already <clears throat> and if you find something or if you if you know of something which could be of interest um please feel free to submit it um through the link in the channel and then our research team will have a look and they will provide you with feedback as well about whether or not um we're going to pursue an investment um with that project and now i think something <clears throat> which is also extremely important at least to me to me personally and for you guys to be aware of is these guys working in the research lab they are not working for free you know they spend a lot of time and a lot of effort into going through those different types of projects into and going into those proposals and i know Stroud is out there researching and working on a bot and working on the real alpha and he's out on the hunt on finding the next big thing. And he has an incredible sense of actually ending up doing so. You know, he, already, he was the one discovering Snickerdoodle. He was the one uh, discovering Noddle. So he has a, a proven track record of finding the, the hot things in the market. And that being said, every one of those guys has to get rewarded for committing so much time and so much effort into 
contributing to the VVV community. So just to give you a rough idea of our current overhead, um, at this point in time, I think we pay like any, anywhere between like 20 and 25K per month in, in salaries out to the research team, to our mentors in the academy, and to everyone else who's um, either directly or indirectly working for VVV. So what I, the reason why I'm, say, why I'm saying this is that I don't want, uh, I know that love and credit, gratitude is not going to pay the bills of those guys and it's not going to set them up for being able to transition into doing VVV full-time. So the money that's going to be generated from the Mint is also going to put to use to provide runway for the VVV research team, for the academy, and for everything else which we are going to build. And I think this is super important to realize because if you have volunteers working for the community, it's extremely difficult to hold them accountable. It's borderline impossible because you are not paying them, right? So how, how, how would you hold them accountable? How, what, what, what would be the reasoning of them working for free and you expecting more of them? If you want to expect more of them, you have to show gratitude in, you know, uh, in monetary means for them putting in their time and effort. And at this point in time, I think everyone is getting paid okay. Um, but seeing how much effort they put in, I'm very much looking forward for us to having more financial um, backing, you know, indirectly or directly from the community to be able to um, facilitate everything in an even more professional manner and be able to um, steal those people from their regular day jobs and make sure that these guys eventually work full time for VVV. And again, I, ju I just want to put this out there, you know, who, which other community do you know of who spends money on rejecting deals which the community brings in? Uh, who spends money to find the best possible, de possible deals out there? All the other launchpads, all the other VCs, they are just having deals to have deals. They're not having deals to find the best ones. They're just having deals to have something for the community to participate in and for whatever they are selling, you know, tokens or NFTs to have some sort of a utility. And we really are not about uh, quantity. We do everything in our power. And I don't care if it costs twice, um, twice uh, that much money to weed out the bad deals. We are solely focused on finding the best deals possible. And if it, you know, if it takes us a month of doing no deal at all, that's fine too. I'm not here to provide um, a streak of crappy P2E games for everyone to be happy to have something to put their money in. I'm here to set everyone up to not lose if the bear market continues and to not lose on TGE and to be able to be on board of the big things which actually have a an impact on how the world is built and how the Web3 space is going to be formed in the next couple of months and years. And while we can never completely alleviate the risk of a TGE going wrong or something dipping because the timing is off and so on, I want us to be set up in a way where everyone is 100% comfortable with holding something because it's clear that the thing has actual real-life 
application and has an actual business model that's working. And that's not something like the P2E systems where at the end of the day, it's just a Ponzi and it's just about getting out at the right point in time. All right, Tony, if you, uh, I know, I'm sorry that I have been talking the entire VC session. I actually enjoy uh, listening to you more uh, than hearing myself talk. Um, but uh, if you don't have any more input, um, I would transition into the uh, fun stuff of discussing some of the um, PFP trades, dropping some sneak previews, and then we're going to call it a day and leave everyone to their hopefully productive Sunday. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I've got around five more minutes before I need to dip, so let's get right on it. Okay. Uh, let me just uh, copy some of the artwork and drop them into our channel chat. So what we're going to do is I'm going to drop a couple of sneak peeks of the upcoming PFPs into general chat. And then I would open up and then I would open it up for you guys um, to submit some suggestions for additional items, uh, backgrounds, trades in general. And just as last time, I'm going to talk to our designer and artist and we're going to incorporate uh, the best ones into the PFP art. So the first one is the shark with the dollar eyes. And mostly that the, the sneak peeks which you're currently seeing is just made to um, showcase some of the individual trades. So these are not the um, completely um, uh, finally generated pieces. Then we have this guy. And I'm just going to keep dropping in uh, a couple of the ones which are my favorites. And then you will also see one of the dolphins and one of the cyborg sharks. Then one super fancy dolphin and the zombie shark, which <laughs> I think one of my favorites so far. Ah, love that NASA shirt. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm not going to uh, uh, what's the right term? I'm not going to tease uh, the Stroud one of one NFT yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that one's that, that's a keeper for sure. That's a ten year stake. That one. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think the the artist is really, uh, I mean, exceptionally. Uh, is doing an exceptional job. I mean, she has been super, super fast in uh, executing all the different traits and ideas. And we're also currently still working on the the dolphins and sharks to hold an item in their left hand. So if you look at the PFP on, on the right-hand side, um, there will be a, a couple ones which are going to hold something like a baseball bat or items like that. So... Um, this is going to be slightly more difficult because when the art is going to get generated, uh, we're going to have to exclude a couple of the specific traits from that. Otherwise, it's going to look weird. Um, but I, I want to put in the extra effort to make it um, super polished and to make sure that it's versatile enough for everyone to be excited about um, 
their personal PFP, which they're going to receive. Um, with that being said, uh, yeah, and there will be no jerk of hand. There will be no hands with empty items. I think that just looks weird. <laughs> Everyone who, who has the hand up is going to hold something useful. Um, yeah, okay, so Jesse is asking who's the artist. Uh, and I, I mentioned this in one of the earliest VC sessions. It's a girl uh, who I found on Fiverr. And she's not a, a famous artist or anything like that. But she has been working on various uh, games and on pixel game assets. So she had a, a very good background in providing polished and versatile art. And she's also super good in um, creating animations. So all of the, the, the pictures which you have seen today are uh, static, but every single PFP is going to be animated. So there will be a, a variety of different animations and all of the PFPs are going to, to look alive um, because they will all be uh, animated. And before we jump into the uh, um, trade and items uh, submissions, one thing which I, I, I forgot to mention, one thing which I, I know I, I uh, answered differently when Brilliant was asking me a while back is when we do if we decide to do an airdrop instead of a mint, am I going to pay for the airdrop fees? And, you know, at that, at that time I said, yes, I'm going to pay for it. Um, but with ETH taking such a dump, we're going to have to make a couple of um, adjustments anyways um, for mint date unless uh, ETH recovers, right? When I, when I set the price of 0.15 ETH, um, I think Ethereum was at uh, 2,090 or something like that. And right now, I think it's around 1,500. So obviously, there's already an immense loss uh, in value uh, without the mint having even commenced. So what I might have to do is I might have to adjust the mint price to go back to the equivalent of whatever uh, $300 is in the respective amount of ETH. But I still think it's uh, cheap enough. And what I then might have to do is add, um, and I will have to do the math first, maybe add $10 uh, on the mint price to make up for the fees, which I'm going to incur on the, um, on the airdrops. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's right. And, and I, I'm, I'm considering doing the mint just in USDC or USDT. Uh, I, I thought about this and I'm going to see what the best way forward is. Awesome. Uh, I think this is a good time for me to bow out. Uh, thanks again, everyone. It's fantastic. I don't know. I think we've got around 165 people at the peak of amazing amount of turnout for, for just a town hall. Um, yeah, thanks again, everyone. And I'll catch you all later. Yeah, thank you very much for joining in, Stroud. Thank you once again for your services for VVV. I mean, the value you've added so far is just uh, incredible. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of having you. And I'm very much looking forward to what we can build in the next couple of weeks and months together. Yeah, likewise. Uh, it's been a pleasure. All right, guys. Uh, have a great day. See you around. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. And before we close out two days and we're just losing when Stroud leaves we're already losing people so 
Stroud, I think you have a lot of fans already. <laughs> uh, but before everyone is leaving, uh, the before we close out the VC session for today, um, please feel free to start proposing uh, specific traits or items or animations or backgrounds or whatever um, for the Shark PFPs. I will be sure to read through through all the submissions you make in general chat. And the best ones, the ones the most reactions, I'm going to submit to our artist, and you will soon see them once we reveal the entire collection. Yeah, there's not going to be a, a dedicated channel uh, for the submissions. I will just keep it random, uh, you know, when we make those uh, VC town hall sessions where you guys can just uh, throw them into general chat, and I will go through, I will take a look at the ones with the most reactions, and then uh we will have incorporated them very soon uh in our final collection all right guys and while you submit all your um suggestions for the pfp trades i'm going to call it a day i'm going to wish everyone a successful sunday and i'm going to see everyone on the next week's uh, VC session and some brief updates on the deals. Um, the um, NFTFI shark claim is currently open and it's going to close tomorrow and then it's going to open up for the Wales uh, allocation claim for NFTFI. And then next week, starting on Thursday, we are going to have the Noddle claim and this is going to be arranged on a first come, first serve basis for everyone else but the Sharks and Whales. Uh, sharks and Whales will have their own respective rounds, but the total allocation size is big enough for probably most of the people to get in with a sizable allocation. Um, the Eridina AMA, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still elaborating whether or not we're going to even have that AMA. Uh, because I don't like uh, the team pulling out, but I will keep you updated whether or not we're going to arrange that. If we do it, uh, it will be uh, on the 21st of June. Um, Noddle, no, no, okay. Noddle will be on the 16th. So I know for some people the week starts on Sunday. So what I meant is Noddle is going to start on the 16th, not in the week later. Noddle is going to start on the 16th and there will be... Uh, rounds for the general members, the sharks and the whales. Guys, thank you for listening in. I'm 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 honored by having such a high attendance rate uh from week to week. It's really incredible to see uh such a high engagement in our server and I'm incredibly thankful for everyone being here and contributing to VVV and I'm very much looking forward to the next couple of weeks, to all the deals which we can close together and to all the fun we're going to have uh, with our new PFPs. All right. Bye-bye, guys. Talk to you next week. This recording has been prepared by VVV. The recording is made available by VVV and is for information purposes only. This recording should not be considered as an offer or solicitation to sell, buy, 
or subscribe to any financial instruments or product, securities, or any other derivative instrument, or any other rights pertaining thereto. VVV does not express any opinion as to the present or future value or price of any instruments referred to in this recording. The information provided in this recording is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published, but VVV, along with its directors, officers or employees, do not accept any liability for any loss arriving from the use of the information. The information contained therein, including any expressions of opinion, have been obtained from or is based on sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy or completeness is not guaranteed and is subject to change without notice. Any expressions of opinions reflect the views of the speakers and are not necessarily those of VVV and are subject to change without notice. Any decisions made by a party after listening to this recording shall be on the basis of its own research and not be influenced or based or any view expressed by VVV in this recording or otherwise. This recording does not address all risks. This recording does not institute investment advice or a recommendation that has been prepared without regard to individual financial circumstances, objectives, or particular needs of listeners. Listeners should seek their own financial, tax, legal, regulatory, and other advice regarding the appropriateness or otherwise of investing in any instruments and or pursuing any investment strategies.